episode 35 of the Monster Squad with your hosts, Becky, Jen, and Abby. We're us real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner monster and take this journey with us. Alright, welcome to episode 35, our mom story episode. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, listeners and ladies! <laughs> Uh, before we get started, uh, obviously everything's pre-recorded, um, so before we go ahead and start with the mom stories, I want to ask, how was everybody's Valentine's Day? Clearly we didn't pre-record before it. <laughs> uh, well, it was kind of crazy. We had a little episode in the neighborhood, oh, and we day. ended up having to go pick up our- It ruined all my plans! <laughs> we had to go pick up our kids from the school, and I mean, the school didn't even call any of us. Well, tell them why. Because there was, like, cops, and the cops told us to go back to our houses. There was about seven cops lined up at the beginning of the neighborhood. And then a couple of them drove by as we were trying to rubberneck and fi- figure out what was going on right at the same time the bus is supposed to come in. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't know if they were doing some sort of a bus. And we don't live in a bad neighborhood no. at all. So it was we really a very freaky. quiet, yep. small neighborhood. So Everybody, two like, cops roll by. Other. One goes by and doesn't say a word to us. The other one rolls by. Yeah. <laughs> the other one rolls by and says to our friend Kate, what are you doing here? And she's like, I live there. He's like, get no, in there said, and stay there. He said, where y'all stay? And she was like, what? And he said, where? He was talking really low. And then he said, Where'd you, where do you all stay? And we're like, right here. And Kenny's like, there, there, and there. And uh, he's like, go back to your houses and stay there. Yeah. So that's scary, knowing that within minutes, the our bus. children are supposed to be Did showing up. Did you say, up. like, uh, our children are coming? No, because no. he drove away just as quickly yeah. as he had come. And uh, so then we, we saw the bus, and we're like, I'm like, it's at the front of the neighborhood at the first bus stop. And then all of a sudden, the bus turned around and left, and we're all like... And took our kids with them. <laughs> we're all Now, Abby, Abby is kind of, she knows part of this story, but she wasn't outside with us. Jen and I were outside trying to figure out what was going on. Yeah, I was inside just thinking the bus was late. <laughs> <laughs> and selfish Jen and I are only thinking about our kids. And we end up jumping in a vehicle with a fellow neighbor. We have no ID, no money, no nothing on us. Left our front doors open. We don't know if there's a convict running around the neighborhood find, trying to find a place to hide out. Yeah, and we're, Jen's pulling the school. I'm calling the bus garage. They both confirm that they were told by authorities to turn around. It was a safety protocol mm-hmm. to keep our children safe, which is great. Yeah. But how come no one called us from the school? As far as we know, there was one phone call made, and it happened to be to the man that we jumped in with, um, which we do know, by the way, he's actually a retired police officer, so he had kind of an inside scoop as well. Which is weird, because if they got prior knowledge that they were coming back, you think they would have right away been like, all right, we need to start calling these parents. Right. Right. And, And the thing was, they had a stack of the kids that lived in the neighborhood, except for our one friend's son. He was not in the stack, and she was like, we were on the phone with her, and she was like, just let them take my son. Like, they weren't going to let us take him or nothing, and 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 so chaotic. We're kind of skipping over, you know, figuring out where do we go? Do we go to the bus loop? Do we go to the front of the school? What do we got to do? Blah, blah, blah. 
But when the kids were finally let off, they were let off in the bus loop and escorted through the halls of the school to come out the front door by the administration office where we had to legitimately sign Sign our children out. out. Fortunately, I've been in and out of the school enough in the past couple years that the main administrative assistant knows me by face. So immediately she said to her helper, Sanford, and my card was the first one pulled. Um, so I was able to sign Braden out, no problem. But yeah, she knew she knew who I was too. Yeah, correct. But I mean, even so, when I go, if I have to pick up Jacqueline, they even though she knows who I am, she still you typically asks for show my ID, ID, right? Yeah. Because now they have the computer systems where you scan yeah, and get yeah. a license. Yeah. However, with the problem with our friend Jesse's son Tristan, all these kids got off the bus, and I had about ten kids all hug me. Me, at the same time, Tristan being one of them. They were scared. They were confused. Raiden's like, I didn't think I was ever going to see you again. I thought the bus driver was kidnapping us. Like, they had no freaking clue. No, they had no clue what was going on. Here they're in the neighborhood about to be dropped off. And 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 the bus turns around and takes them away. They had to finish the route before they even brought them back to the school. So they were, like, stuck on the bus not knowing what was going on. Did they say anything to the bus driver? Uh, Jacqueline said all the bus driver said was that they had to go back to the school. That was it. Didn't Which, give them any further yeah. information. But they could have said, like, your parents are going to be at the school They could have said, you know, so, like, you're safe. They're little tiny kids. Right. We have to go back to the school. I mean, a kidnapper could say that. Yeah. yeah. How do we know the bus driver didn't turn kidnapper? You know, but it was... Crazy things happen. But Jennifer and I were feeling bad because now we're calm. We're at the school. We know that we've signed the paperwork we need to to get our own children. Yeah, and then... And then all of a sudden, like, we're we're looking at our phones. We're like, Abby! Oh, my God, we're horrible friends. And then we're, Caitlin! Oh, my God, Tristan, Jesse, holy crap! And then we're like, wow, there's a lot of kids that get off their neighborhood. Yeah, and I mean... had to be. Well, I was lucky that I saw that Facebook post because I would have not known it. Well, I would have quite been like, frankly, eventually I would have texted well, you and been so like, "The funny thing is, are you guys like knowing where the bus is?" I put the post up because I knew Leilani and stuff like that, and I was like, "Hey, you guys gotta get now." That Tim, was smart of you to do. Tim ended up um, having to call Leilani's mom and do the same thing we did with Jesse, so he could take, take Leilani. Her, yeah. Um, the funny thing is, is as of late, I haven't actually been walking outside of my house to stand at yeah, the bus stop. Yeah, I wouldn't stop. have even known. And for I some reason, for, right, right in. for some reason, yesterday, I decided to go outside. Jennifer was already outside. <laughs> and I don't even remember I what was, you were talking about. I was talking about. to you and you were either not hearing me or ignoring me. I was like, hey, did you... Did you hear there's like seven cops and you're like, do, 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 do. I'm like, <laughs> Becky, <laughs> listen to what I'm saying. And they're like, oh, I got something for you. I'm like, <laughs> and then I Yeah, I heard Kate. none of that. None of it. <laughs> and then Kate and Kenny came through and they had walked the neighborhood with the baby and, and their dog. And that's how they, and, they said they had texted both of us, you, which you Which my volume was not. off on my phone. And Kate... <laughs> Kate just said, hey, there's seven cop cars sitting at the entrance. They look like they're getting ready to, like, raid. And I was like, I'm coming outside. Like, what's going on? I walk all the way to Kate's house, and I'm like, are you home? Like, and I'm standing on her front porch. I'm like, 
She can't even see. And then she see. sees me. Well, I'm like, she can't even see the front of the neighborhood. Like, what is she <laughs> talking about? And then she that's when she texted me back because I'm like, are you even home? And she's like, we're walking. I'm coming up on your house, which is when I started walking back. And I see Becky, and she's in her own little world. <laughs> and she's like, I got something. And then she comes back out at, with the Valentine's stuff, and she and we're she's like, what's going on? And she's and we're telling. And then her. I look at my phone as they're telling me. I'm like, oh yeah, I see your text now. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I get super nervous. Yeah. And oh, there was a, another neighbor where's Kayla. She's like, what's going on? I see the bus up there with the flashing lights. I can see the cops. And then she's, she, I think she's the one that said, they're turning around, they're turning around. Yeah, I don't, we all start running. Running. I don't run anywhere due to my issues. And we're I like ran running, and I'm like, waving. ow, 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 ow. We're waving our arms, trying to get the bus's attention. <clears throat> like, I would have glad, because they let them off at the front. They let, they let one. No, I guess there's two that, whoever lives in the cul-de-sac, yeah. they let them off there. And they, they just, yeah. And I, I was like, we were trying to That's like. That's so weird. Yeah. I think they took the rest of them because there was such a cop presence up there that those, however many got off up front, were safe because of the they cop right presence. There. Whereas back here, I mean, I don't know if they were looking for somebody on the run or somebody that lived over here. And now we have seen on a police blotter um, that the person was arrested for domestic violence. And apparently he lives on the other side of our road that we don't, none, none of the three of us <laughs> typically travel or allow our kids to go over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was definitely a shit show. And I mean, I was completely confused. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be, I, I'm trying to clean up my table. I'm going to have get in the shower and have candlelight, even though my kid's going to be there. It's Valentine's Day. Fucked up my whole ordeal. Yeah. Well, we went out to dinner, Chris and I, and, uh, I wanted to go to one place, and they're like, 30-minute wait. And I figured no matter where we went, there we was going to wait. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm hungry now. And I'm like, okay. So you then still got to drive it. somewhere. Well, like, that, suck it up. Well, we, right. went, we went to CW's, which is where we always end up going if we can't make a decision or whatever. We mm-hmm. just go to CW's. And it's been a minute since we've been there. And uh, he didn't want to try something new. So I was like, whatever, because we were going to go to Hoppin' Witch. That oh, that sounds good. I still want to try it. I haven't been there yet. And um, we should probably so go there for like a lunch or something. We ended up going to <laughs> CW's, and we got there at like 6.50. We didn't get served our food until after 8 o'clock. So you would have been better off the first place, probably. Right. That's what I said. <laughs> and I was mad. What and was the food, first place? My chicken was dr- Eugenia's. Oh, uh, our chicken, I, no, their steak. I've only uh, had breakfast there, and that was with so you, Jen. I went there once with AJ, and I had their steak and stuff. I just wasn't personally uh, too impressed. Well, the night Chris and I went, we went. We had a steak like, and a lobster tail Maybe like a, and They have lobster tail at your G-Jams? Well, I don't know if they still do. They did, and uh, the tail was just a little overcooked. Like, you can tell, like, that texture. Yeah. And we, we like our steak. Like medium rare, and it was medium. I'm just when it comes to food, I am a food addict. So like I do like if I'm going somewhere new, I do give them the benefit benefit of the doubt, especially if they're like new, just open, you know, right, service right. things like that. And that's when we were at. Eugenia's but there's certain things where I'm like, mm, this could have been a little bit better. 
But, well, the food at freaking CW's was horrible. My chicken was overcooked, and I just wasn't happy, and I was over Last it. time I went there, and I'm not a frequent flyer like you guys are. Yeah, we go there all the time. I think we've been there yeah, three times. I went times. there once, too. We went that once with Brayden, took forever. They're under new ownership well, since we went back. Oh, We wait. did a to-go order, which was meh. And then the third time we went, the waitress was a hoot, but... The food was, again... So, ugh. we've never really had any issues with the food-wise, but it's always a wait. But last night, it was... And then the, the waitress was like, I'm sorry, we're slammed. It was not packed at all. Like, there was yeah. so many open tables. Like, it was not packed at all. How was... What about you and uh, AJ? AJ? Did you guys do anything? Um. Well, yesterday, AJ was sick. But oh, no. we did celebrate on Saturday... AJ's mom watched Riker, and we went out to eat. We went to Captain George's. Nice. So I love that. Got to get my fixing so on good. crab legs yes. and all that. That's like all I eat when I go there yeah. is the crab legs. Um, so that was good. And then yesterday I got my present, which was like a, the recording thing, so we can start <laughs> recording finally. I just got to read the directions and figure out how to do it. And then we'll be good from there. Um, Mine started in the morning with, um, and I think I've talked about this before, if we live in the same house, you better be prepared when we wake up. Well, guess who wasn't prepared? You. This girl. Now, I here's the thing. I have a card for Brayden and a card for John filled out in its entirety. Can't find them. Didn't even think to look for them when I went to bed the night before because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm done. The only thing I needed to do was bag up. I have some gifts that I was giving Brayden for Valentine's Day. I mean, I had done the whole teacher gift bag, all the students' treat bags, done all of that. I go to bed. I wake up like 10 minutes before the alarm's supposed to go off, and those two are supposed to be getting up as well. And I'm like panicked, looking around, trying to quietly but swiftly look for these two cards. Still can't find them. And They're the probably, me- like, right in front of your face. Probably. Um, I've been doing a lot of reorganizing of my house, so that's what happens. When it's a mess, you know, right where everything is. Did you put milk in a cabinet once? Yes. Okay. I've got some issues. I, I think I really, truly, no joke, have the early onset of Alzheimer's, but we could talk about that another time. Um, but while looking for their cards... I do have an actual card box that has filing in it that says Valentine's, Halloween, Christmas, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, maybe I shoved it in here and I went to the Valentine's and they, they weren't there, but there was another, thank God, romantic card. But I didn't find that till after he left for work. And I swore to him, I, I got some. He's like, yeah, uh-huh. But he had a card for me, a little small bag of um, truffles and a balloon. He also had gotten a card for Brayden, signed it from the both of us, and a balloon for her. So he did well. And then when I, I didn't get him nothing but a card, which... Oh, I got AJ a... Well, I made a card for him. Nice. And then last year, I don't know if it was Christmas or whatever, I got him a keychain that had Riker's ultrasound on it. And on the back it says Riker, Zay, and Austin. Well, this year I got him another keychain that has Samara's ultrasound oh, on it, and on the back nice. it says her name engraved. That's cool. Well, Chris, Chris said to me because I just got like, and then a I got heart. the kids chocolate and a yeah. card. <laughs> I got the kids chocolates, um, and I always get Chris like uh, like a bigger heart chocolate. 
well, I bought myself one, so he said to me, <laughs> when he gets home, he said, what I buy you? I'm like, oh, this lovely heart chocolate. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, and when the kids got home, finally, yesterday, I made sure to take their goodie bags that they got from school and put it on the counter because those kids, it will be hidden in the room and mm-hmm. raided and eaten in bed or something. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not playing this game. Right. Um, well, Jacqueline's little boyfriend, Mason, Aww. from school, got her um, a big box of Milk Duds, a big box of um, mil- uh, Whoppers, and a bag of the Nerds Clusters, and then a little stuffed animal of, like, a Aww. lion and stuff, and it was all in a bag and everything. I think this is the first year that Brayden didn't actually have a specific Valentine Um her friend, now friend, Dale, was her little boyfriend slash crush. Him on her to begin with. She was sweet on him and a horrible child broke up with him at her seventh <laughs> birthday while her other boyfriend was there. Who ended up breaking up with her because I told his parents that he pinched her butt in the hallway. And so she lost both of them. <laughs> she had come home from school the following week and was like, did you tell his parents? I'm like, yes, I told his parents. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, um, so she didn't have a Valentine this year. <laughs> she has a crush, but she's keeping it to herself for now. Yeah, because she doesn't want you to tell her. Though. Right. No, she's pretty <laughs> open with me about stuff, but she will make comments like, like when we, oh, so the three of us, the Monster Squad, we went to our school, um, our elementary kids' school's dance. Yeah. Um, it was called A Night Under the Stars. Did we put a picture of us yes. up on our page? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I don't remember having dances in elementary school. No. No, mine middle probably like school. fifth, sixth grade, <clears throat> I said, in middle school. Did we talk about this? At no. the on a- No, on AJ's no. special guest. Okay. Um, so, one of the things that Braden said is... Don't tell anybody about my crush. I couldn't remember the kid if I tried because when she had pointed him out to me, it was the back of his head. Um. So, but, you know, I am that type of mom that she's going to have some embarrassing moments. I fret or oh, yeah. don't fret. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Summer, yeah. was Summer was on the phone with her boyfriend yesterday and I yelled out, Summer, ew, did you just fart that loud? <laughs> Perfect. Well, she does fart like a man, so. Well, I mean, better out than in, my grandma always said. (laughs) Shrek says that, too. And her donkey says it. Although it's better to burp and taste it than fart and waste it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But now that I think the... Our children thoroughly enjoyed the dance. They were, yeah. we were all sweaty when we left. It was a hot box in there. Yeah, they were all hyped up dancing. Yeah, the girls were doing these little poses on the floor and yeah. and stuff. There were some songs I was like, why did they play this? Yeah, <laughs> no, right. The Barney song. Yeah, like, like okay. Well, they are elementary, so what if well, the kindergartners are there? Apparently, Barney's coming back. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, it's like gonna be a cartoon uh, or something, like an animated cartoon. Yeah, no. I, My I daughter know. sings the gun song of Bernie. I can't repeat it. I don't know how to. Do you? No, I know what you're talking Her about. Her Jacqueline. Let's I, kill Barney. Uh, yeah, that's like the that? ending okay. of it. Something about grabbing a shotgun and killing. I'm like, will you stop that? 
You cannot talk like that. You're going to get your ass in trouble. <laughs> but Valentine's Day was good for me. Um, and it sounds like you too as well, Abby and Jen. Um, I didn't no go out to eat. Yeah. I, we did make ribeyes in the air fryer. And I made tacos last night. <laughs> I made the kids tacos. I if you haven't figured it out, as we're pre-recording, we're after Valentine's Day. And when we say last night, that means we're now recording on Wednesday, the day before we're about to drop <laughs> this episode. Just to keep you all up to speed. All right. That being said, I'm sure you're curious if your listener story is one of the ones picked on our roulette wheel. And uh, Abby, why don't you get us started today? Okay. Let me make sure I'm at the right one. Okay. So this one's going to be a little short, but it's funny. So this is from Whitney. Hi, Whitney. Hi. So she states, my son just vacuumed without actually plugging it into the wall. <laughs> because, in quotations, as long as the lines are there, it looks vacuumed. And then she wrote, in case you are wondering why I am doing shots at 11 a.m. <laughs> that a girl. Now that's funny. That's relatable. It, yeah, <laughs> totally relatable. I mean, crap, I was trying to toast toast without the oven. The toaster plugged in the other day, and I couldn't understand why <laughs> the buttons stay the button down. Stay down. I'm twisting the knobs. I'm pressing the bread in with my hand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll sit there and keep pushing it, like, stay down. And I'm like, like I don't understand. John, fortunately, was standing next to me making eggs at the stove. He's like, he picks up the cord, and I'm still, he's holding the cord in his hand in front of my face. Wow. And, and I'm like, still like, ah. this won't work. And I finally realized he's just looking at me, and, and finally I look at him and look at the cord, and it process. I'm like, oh, yeah, that would help. So it's a little bit more embarrassing at my age as opposed to your child. Yeah. But that's the thing. Children will try to... Well, that's... Mimic. Or they try to, like, think the easy way out when, in reality, if they just did it in the first place. Did she mention how old her son was? No. So, I mean... I mean, old enough to vacuum. Well, not necessarily. I mean, he could be three or four years old and just pushing it around because he's seen mommy not being asked to do chores at 10 or 11. Oh, maybe. Either way... I would like to join Whitney for some shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Okay. Thank you for writing in, Whitney. We appreciate the laugh. Thank you. So this next one is from Sierra? 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 I guess. Sierra? How's it spelled? C-E-R-A. Kara? Maybe. Maybe this is a hard C. Kara? Either oh, we way. apologize. Either way, hello. <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> we attended a small church in South Mississippi where small children usually sit with their parents during Mass. I was so proud of our two-year-old that day because being quiet during the sermon. Hold on. I was so proud of our two-year-old that day because being quiet during the sermon. Maybe okay. she was being quiet during yeah. the sermon. Toward the end of the sermon, the preacher, my dad, began raising his voice to 
accentuate. Thank you. <laughs> His main <laughs> points. Our little diva stood up and yelled, Calm down, Papa. <laughs> Everyone in the church, including my dad, took a moment to laugh. <laughs> well, the purity of that, again, it's, it's definitely one thing that I'm missing is the first time moments of a younger child, which, Abby, clearly you are now getting to experience with Riker and again very soon with Samara. Yeah. Um, and granted, even though there's still first time moments with an eight year old, in my case, she'll be nine next month. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, I mean, I can remember instances when Bray was two years old and would say something, not that that's off color, so to speak, but just pop off with something. And who, who's going to frown upon that? That right there is what we need. We need that purity, that innocence, and I I think that's classic. So did um, they mention uh, after they all took a moment to laugh if her dad, the preacher, ended up commenting on her? Nope. Hey, come on up front. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I I feel like my sister did something similar. Um, when we were little, because we used to go to church also mm-hmm. and sit with the parents. Um, I mean, I'm Catholic, so I don't know if this was a Catholic church. Um, although no, because the priest would not be married, so never mind. Yeah, obviously not a Catholic <laughs> church. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was raised Catholic, and growing up, I went to church with my dad, and I feel like my something like that. Um, We were always very close with our priest. Like, we knew them. They were friends of the family. So, um, it was like a small church. But, yeah, I feel like my sister did that. And it was something, like, everybody laughed. Okay, make it lively. (laughs) It's a good story to tell. (laughs) Jesus. She choked on her laugh. (laughs) It's a good story. And she came forward. I thought she was going to beat the microphone. (laughs) My bad. Um... It's a good story to tell, like, when she gets older. Like, yeah. remember that time? And That's why I think, um, like, I'm, I'm so adamant that I still have so many memories in my head. Some of them are written down in a journal and very messy, kind of like the one I keep here. When I, when I take my time to write things, my handwriting is really nice. But anyway, that all being said... Um, you know, I mentioned before about Facebook and, and, um, it keeps track of our memories and Google and well, as well. So yet again, this year, when she turns nine, I'm going to try and start right down the first of this and this and this that I may have missed with hopes to finish that baby book. Um, but I highly advise, I call them Bradenisms, but you could have Rikerisms and Jacquelineisms. I highly advise when those kids start saying different things, not necessarily what they're doing, the statements that come out of their mouths. I highly recommend having a separate journal mm-hmm. with their name and isms at the end and writing it down because there has been so... I just actually was watching a video with Brayden last night from her opening some gifts from Grammy and Grampy um, when she was like three or four. And Brayden, and of course, I didn't, I can't retain the information, 
but she was watching it and she said a couple of big words in the video in context and Braden's like, how old was I? And I looked at the date to double check and in one she was three and one she was four and she's like, wow, and I spoke like that already? Like she's recognizing that now. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I should have wrote that down last night for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you if you can be organized enough to catch those things and keep them in your head and write them down so that you can go back at another time and be like, at age two, you said, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> About whatever. Um, it, it's, de- it's definitely moments to cherish. And I think it's a great conversation piece. For years to come, it doesn't. Or even as like a gift when they go ultimately out a their, gift their at the end. Day. Yes, I don't know if I mentioned that something that I'm doing. I do it too. I know where you're going. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so the Dr. Seuss book, Oh, oh the no. places you'll go. Um, I may have mentioned it on the podcast. Maybe. Uh, it was given to me when I graduated high school by my mother's best friend. So, in 1992... Um, yeah, I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> I was seven. <laughs> Anywho, she gave it to me and had written a nice sentiment inside of it, and I still have it all these years later, and I've actually looked through it a few times as a reminder to, you know, keep that open mind and, and move forward in a positive fashion and, and make good choices and stuff. So... Um, I wrote in it to Brayden from us and then, and I did this when she was in pre-K and so when she finished pre-K, I handed it to a few of the teachers there and providers, um, that were there and I said, you know, write something to Brayden, I'm going to present her with this when she turns 18 and so far I've got three, I think, teachers from pre-K. I have both of her kindergarten teachers signed it, first grade, second grade, and now we're in third grade. Mm-hmm. And Raiden does know about the book, but I don't really think she knows what's up. Jacqueline doesn't know because... I, I send, send it in the backpack wrapped I, up. Yeah, I sent... So I put it in, like, a, a mailing envelope. Yeah. And I include a second mailing envelope for them to put it back in so Jacqueline never sees it. Yeah, well, see, I had it taped up in, like, a child's place bag. (laughs) And and the teacher, the last teacher, told me she had taped it up after having signed it. When it got home, it was open and not in the bag at all. And I said, Brayden, she's like, oh, I wanted to see what was going on. I said, well, do you know what's going on? She's like, it's a book. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, okay, fair enough. She thought so, of something else. Yeah, so I don't know Maybe what she... she'll forget about it by the time I'm she sure she already has. Um, and even if she doesn't, even if she ends up knowing still, about it, yeah. I just, I wish, it's going to be a nice treasure. I wish a lot of the things they come up with nowadays I knew of or thought of when I was other, pregnant and with stuff. the other kids. Well, yeah, because I didn't do that with Mikey, but I I was like, it's a good idea. Jacqueline's (laughs) the only one that I've done it for out of my four kids. She's the only one I've done it for. Yeah, like, it seems like right after I had Brayden, it was like all these big gender reveals. Jacqueline's also the only one that dresses up for spirit (laughs) 
speak. I never made any of my other kids do it. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't make the kids do that unless they, like, want to. Want to, yeah. I'm like, all right. Like, well, Summer's old enough, she could do it herself, so she And plus, she I don't want to go out and, like, buy all these things That's all the time. That's the ploy right there. I just have shit laying around everywhere. I do. I do now because I cleared shop well, for yeah. it. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I see what they're doing. And, and then the next year they change it on me. Jacqueline hasn't grown since pre-K, so she wears the same <laughs> outfit for Dr. Seuss Day every year. Yes, well, yeah, Brayden and uh, Jacqueline have been thing one and thing Thank two you. for a couple years. This past year, we she changed. She was thing two, but... And Brayden ended up being Fox and Socks. Yeah, and Jacqueline So Ava matched, and Mikey haven't dressed up for Jacqueline anything? Matched oh, they dressed up for the 100 Day oh, of right. School. Um, oh, yeah, you guys did the... Um, old the old people yeah. last year. Yeah, that's what like, I did. Last like a few year. times they've done it. This well, year this was Rockstar, rock and I missed it. Jen reminded me. I did remind her because she had a yard sale that weekend, <laughs> and I said, "Hey, yeah. they were the Vampirina gloves." I said, "Why don't you have her wear these Monday for Rockstar Day?" And she goes, "Oh, good idea. Do you need a pair?" And I should have taken I it because pairs. I could not find Jacqueline. Only yeah, had well, one. We that find one I. Uh, well, Ava's usually with her mom Monday, so whatever. If she was dressed up, she was. If not, not. Um, but with Mikey, I was like, you want me to wake you up so I can, like, spike your hair or something? He's like, no. I was like, okay. But I did have a shirt that I think came from you, which Jen, uh, was um, my teacher survived but 100 days. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I made him wear that to school. Well, and there's been some pretty brilliant um, ideas cast as well. I how, how, did, how did we get on this from... from Kara and her preacher dad with her two-year-old. Where the hell? I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Have you been listening to us? Um, but there has been some pretty good ideas. Like, uh, they have Hero Day. And they their examples on the memo they send home are, you know, dress like your favorite hero, police teacher. officer, fireman, yeah. whatever. And one of the students in Braden's classroom had a um, homemade shirt that showed two of the third grade teachers as their hero, their actual photograph on the shirt. And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. How how come I don't think of these things? Because you don't. I go on Pinterest and type it in and go, okay, that's a good idea. Right? Well, I don't think about that. And choose the least work. What's easy? All right, that's what we're doing. So, do you think with Riker and Samara that you'll participate in these things? Probably. I feel like now that I'm older, I don't know. I feel like, and knowing that they'll be my last two, that are you sure about that? Yes. I mean, knock on wood. (laughs) I'm not trying to get pregnant again. I'm I'm pretty done after this. Uh, (laughs) Uh huh. Don't jinx me. <laughs> I, I tell her that every time she goes, well, you might be next. No. Mm-mm. You got to stay off the swing, Abby. <laughs> Moving on. Thank you, Sarah, Kara. We do apologize for butchering your, butchering your name. Um, amen. <laughs> uh, story number three. Is from William. Interesting. Hi, William. Hi. Uh, His story is as follows. My great nephew is five years old and loves sports, yet he was amazed when he visited his friend's house and realized they were hunters. There, he saw antlers, mounted deer heads, and shotguns. 
He came home all excited. Mom, for Christmas I want a bow and arrow or a gun, he said. I'm sorry, buddy, his mom replied, but we're just not hunting people. Oh, I don't want to hunt people, Mom, he said. <laughs> I want to hunt animals. <laughs> That's funny. Again, with the innocence yeah. uh, seems to be the... Um, uh, what am I word? I know, I know. Seems to be this... I can't think of any of it. The theme. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> I had to think of it, too. I was like, I know <laughs> where to <laughs> um, Yeah, so the innocence of these children and how they can move the context around from what they hear. And I can picture it, too. Oh, I don't want to hunt people, Mom. <laughs> again, I hope not. <laughs> again, start those journals, um, whatever your great-nephew's uh, name is. We're going to just say he's William because that's your name. Williamisms. We, we, you need to write a book because whether you relive it with them when they're 5, they're 10, 18, 30, it's, it's just epic information. It's great when the family gets together like, hey, do you guys remember this? And it, it spikes stories. Yeah. Clearly, listen to us derail from, <laughs> from our listener stories. We end up on freaking... Dressing up at school from someone saying, calm down, Papa. (laughs) Um, I am very intrigued, William, that you wrote in to us, that you listened to us. And I hope that we have featured your story well. Do you guys have anything to add to that? Have you had your children reverse a sentence in the meaning that you meant? Can you think of any examples? No, I can't reflect anything like that i just think it's hilarious that obviously you know you're saying no we're not hunting people and then uh, your kid's gonna turn out like what are you talking about of course we're not hunting people <laughs> unless it's becky in the backyard powered up like a zombie yeah. <laughs> named venus and repeating your fireball <laughs> and i got the best life ever <laughs> Now, I feel like I can remember Brayden saying I'm sure there has been, but I just don't remember. Exactly, and that's why, and I mean, she just said some things this weekend that I just started laughing. Oh, wait, I know. One of the things she said, I don't know why she said it, but it was relatable. She's sitting on the couch. I'm sitting on the chair. She's got her tablet in front of her, and I'm on my phone. I know, great quality family time, right? Um... (laughs) So she brings something up about her game and whatever my response was, she said something else. And I looked at her and she looked at me. And she said, yep, I just went there. <laughs> okay. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, you did. Or she'll, she'll say things like, wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, um, I, I could still start that journal now. Okay. What about what Jacqueline said to John the other day? Oh my God, that was hilarious. Oh my Lanta. <laughs> I didn't witness this. John said, Do you know what that little shit just said to me? <laughs> What'd she say? So, um, I guess Jacqueline, what was she walking through your yard? I don't know if it was off the bus or what have you. John and was outside, Jacqueline John, was walking John by. John says, Hey, where are you going? And she said, Up your butt and around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> She obviously heard it somewhere, well, and she's like, John, I'm going to 
when my John, moment. Right. When John was telling me the story at the dance, I busted out laughing because I lately have been saying that, which I say it all the time, but lately oh, so I've been from saying, you. Yeah, I've been saying it to her, like she'll ask where something is and I'll be like, I don't know, up your butt and around the corner. And so when John said it, I just busted out laughing because I thought it was hilarious. And then I was like, you can't say that to grown-ups. <laughs> John, I would have liked to have been outside to have seen his face. Because he told me and my jaw went... And then <laughs> my jaw dropped, of course, so the listeners can't see what I just did with my jaw. Um, yet, I promise it's coming. Um, but then I literally burst out. And he's like, that shit's not funny. You know how old she is? <laughs> I said, come on, it's a little funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> it is, because you didn't expect it. And then you're like, whoa. It's, it's just, it's epic. Start the journals, people. Start the journals. William, thank you for writing in. We hope you'll continue to listen. All right. So the next one is from Laura. Hi, Laura. All right. After moving to the country, my three-year-old daughter and I were often alone in our house. Because we lived in a rural area with no close close neighbors, I wanted to make sure my daughter would be able to call 911 in the event that something happened to me. After instructing her, I decided to test her. Okay, what would you do if you found me on the floor and you couldn't wake me up? I could see her little brain working. To my surprise, she finally said, I would go into the kitchen and eat anything I want. (laughs) (laughs) Screw you, Mom. Uh, So we had a story recently in regards to 911, and it was because I said I was going to do something, and John said, you better call 911 and wait. (laughs) (laughs) 911 and wait? Yeah. So I have one, just one number to press instead of three (laughs) when I hurt myself and Braden's like I thought it was 911 why would you dial 911 and wait and so we had to explain it's joke and yeah. you know we're doing something harmful so and then we said but don't ever do that because you're going to accidentally call but again the innocence of this and the theme of this clearly Abby has read these before Jen and I she has that authority um so she themed it up very nicely I, I think I might do that, too. She must not like her mother very much. Sorry, Laura. <laughs> I'd rather eat whatever I want. She probably can't <laughs> eat everything she wants. Your mom's going, <coughs> this is my moment. <laughs> I'll go in the kitchen and eat whatever I want. <laughs> um, I'm assuming you guys have talked with your children in regards to 911. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I talked about it a long time ago. I don't remember. Yeah. See, this is why I talk so much. Because you two just sit here and I I'm say... I'm pretty sure I've told Mikey, like, don't ever call 911 unless it's an absolute emergency. Um, I've never, like, given scenarios. Like, what do you do if I... Okay, actually, I do have a scenario. I want to say Brayden was four. We were sitting in the living room. No technology in front of us. Did no she TV. go in the kitchen and eat whatever nope, she wanted? No, <laughs> no. We were talking about 911, and I said, what would happen if there was an emergency such as? I don't recall the example. I said, what would you do? She said, I'd call Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least she's calling somebody. Uh, right. 
Um, and I did show her, you know, of course, it's different with cell phones now. You, you know, look for the well, name. Well, I fell or... down the stairs and they called you, so. That's correct. They did call me. Yeah, but then now there's the issue. I have my phone on lock, so, like, they can't just, like, go into my phone. My child But knows. emergency. They went and got Gianna. But you can, you can do emergency call. Right, know? which so I have hit multiple up. times. <laughs> oh, I've done it. I did it twice at the beach as I'm lugging stuff, you know, with John and Braden or just myself, whatever, going to set up a chair and all of a sudden my phone's ringing. We got a call. Are you in distress? Yeah, no. I got to carry all this stuff. <laughs> Can you come help me? <laughs> Thanks, Laura. That was good. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Laura. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know if it was my turn or not. <laughs> I got nervous. <laughs> All right, so this next one is from Charlene. Hi, Charlene. Hello. And it's not spelt like our friend Charlene. Oh, it's with an S? Yeah. Fantastic. I was outside pruning my roses when I heard a loud thump and a cry. I ran to find my four-year-old son, Alex, at the bottom of the stairs in the garage. I found out that he had jumped from the top of the stairs trying to fly like Peter Pan. <laughs> After a long talk about reality versus make-believe, I walked away feeling I had gotten my point across. That was until I heard my son whisper, must not have been enough pixie dust. <laughs> <laughs> so that relates to one of Brayden's requests at Christmas. She wanted magic flying powder. And we talked about her watching something, and she was like, Mom, you got any cardboard? And I'm like, no, I know exactly where you're going with this, and it's not happening. And you never got her the magic powder, right? Uh, no, I thought about it, but then thought of the dangers that would follow. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I did not. <laughs> I, I was a smart mom for that one, because I was like, oh, I'll just fill a little pouch with sparkly glitter yeah. that I have plenty of for crafts. And then I was like, yeah, the next no. thing you know, she'd be trying all these yeah, things. Yeah, I'm like, A, I'm going to have glitter all over my effing house. She might be on top of the roof trying to And yes, the and the child will, yes. She'll figure out how to get up there. <laughs> she sure will. No thanks. Uh, well, thanks, Charlene. That was pretty good. I actually, actually, <laughs> hold on. Shut, shutting you down already, Charlene. No, hold she on. Is. Um, I, my brain, like, was... Weird for a second. It's always weird. Okay. Um, I want to say Jacqueline actually tried to fly. Not when she broke her collarbone, but she did fly then. She broke her collarbone. Facts. <laughs> um, but I feel like she was trying to jump off. I'd probably jump off the furniture because that's how she broke her collarbone, too. But, um... I, and I think she had, like, a cape or something, and she kept trying. I'm like, Jacqueline, you yeah. did not fly. Like, well, I mentioned that story about my dad jumping off of the two-story yes, yes. with an umbrella because he oh, lost yeah, Mary yeah. Poppins. And then I mentioned that I, I think I mentioned it, I also did the umbrella trick off the top of a shed, not a house. <laughs> um, it didn't work. Yeah, no, it did. No. no. I've tried helium balloons as well. Like a whole bunch of them? A whole bunch of them that I got. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I tried that someone else. I was like, yeah, they make your voice funny. Like, what? 
Well, I did that afterwards when I couldn't fly with them, of course. Um, yeah, I had a whole bunch of them for, I don't know what birthday, what age I was, but I, like, tied them all up and wrapped them around my waist and went outside and stood on the picnic table. And Take me! I, I ran off the picnic table and thought I was gonna, you know, float over the garden or whatever. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> I also thumped to the ground, although I don't think anyone heard. You know, if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? No, right. <laughs> It hurt. I mean, it does, but nobody's around to hear it. Correct. I did jump out of a two-story window in Canada when I... <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> this was not because I thought I could fly. This was because I was an underage drunk that I was there on a family vacation staying with... So my mother um, was in 4-H when she was growing up, and they housed two different um, foreign exchange students from Canada who my mother is friends with to this day. And they live in Prince Edward Island. Um, and we would stay with one of the families in particular. Well, next door to them, and it wasn't exactly next door. It was a little bit of a hike down the road. It was, anyway, um, there was a young guy named Jason, who him and I, like, really liked each other. And I was just about to go into my senior year of high school. So I was 17, maybe. And me, myself, and him, and then um, Ezra and his brother Christopher. And I can't remember if... I don't remember if the other girl was with us or not. But anyway... Um, I don't know where we got the alcohol from, but we had sat on the beach and we had gotten drunk and I don't really remember. I know I didn't do anything. Were you in boy. Canada? Yes. Okay. Maybe the drinking age is less? Could be. Don't remember. Not a clue. Okay. But I showed back up at the house and then I was told that I wasn't going anywhere for the rest of the trip and I wouldn't see him again. And so I, you went I was to told to go sleep it off. So I opened up the window and flew out the two-story window. <laughs> Might be part of the reason why I've had two total knee replacements. Probably. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, again, thank you, Charlene. I hope your son is okay and doesn't need knee replacements in the future. <laughs> Take all cardboard and pixie dust away. If you want, I could send you a, a x-ray of Jacqueline's broken <laughs> collarbone, and you could be like, this is what happens when you do that? I'm sure she could Google uh, different falls from people. And I'm sure it still won't work. Yeah, right. No, it doesn't. Well, I mean, did you ever do or not do what your parents said to do or not do? You always defied and thought you knew better. Still do. Yeah. That yeah, wording was very confusing, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Either way, uh, whether I give it to you straight or give it to you confusing, you both nod your heads and go, yep. Yep. I got to pull teeth. Even with AJ here, I'm like trying to pull the conversation. I talk. You did. Your laughter was cracking me up when I re-listened. That's why you need to get rid of that silent laugh and actually let that shit out, because I like your laugh a lot. I can't help with it. Silent. That's when it's really bad. Well, thanks again, Charlene. Thank you. I'm also proud that y'all are telling us your names this time, but now where the fuck you from? We got Mississippi. They don't want you to know. Sons of bitches. <laughs> it's, it's all good. Thank you for writing in and listening to us. Babylon. 
Um, the next story, final story, I think, right? From I mean, you. I don't know, from me. Yeah. Um, my final story of this episode is from Jane. Hi, Jane. Hi. She states, a very close friend of ours, Bob, had passed away, and we took our eight-year-old son to the gravesite service. He was in awe the entire time. After lowering, lowering the casket, Bob's grandchildren gave each a golf ball. Bob was an avid golfer, and his widow decided to drop golf balls into the grave instead of flowers. Everyone smiled and joked. When we finished dropping the balls, our son, speaking in his outside voice, had everyone laughing when he said, Mom, it's a good thing your friend wasn't a bowler. <laughs> that is freaking fantastic. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I may have to use that. That's not your final story, just so you know. Oh, well, it's Apparently not. we had three. Oh, well, I, I missed one, too. I missed one, three. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. What are you pointing at? Because I was paying attention to her, and I wanted to read it real quick so I could oh, see. Oh, understood. Because I didn't want to ask you to reread it. So oh, righty then. It. Here you are. Thanks. Our very close friend, Bob, was a golfer. He passed away. <laughs> his wife threw golf balls in his casket, and the grandchild said, good thing he wasn't a bowler. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Strike! Oh, wait, that's baseball. Yeah. When they make that sound. Well. I know, it strikes in bowling, too. They just don't say it like that. Mm-hmm. They don't have an ump. Spare. <laughs> Circle gets a square. I mean, box gets an X. <laughs> Thud. That's actually, oh, man. My dad wants to be... Made it. Otherwise, I was going to say that actually is kind of a cool idea. Well, this is why I said most recently that I want you all to do a flash. I just said it on AJ's episode, our special guest AJ, I said, I want a flash mob when I die. And AJ said, <laughs> we're all going to be old. <laughs> well, I don't care. Get out there with your canes and your walkers and start freaking dancing for me. Yeah, I want to be a tree. <laughs> right. An apple so he can eat you whenever he wants. <laughs> and he's concerned about if he has to move somewhere taking me. I was like, of course. Well, you know what? This golf ball thing, though, also reminds me of what we started to touch base on just a few moments ago about how many ideas people are having for different things. So, you know, like the gender reveal, to my knowledge, wasn't a big thing all these backdrops and blankets you can do when they turn a month, two months, whatever. Yeah, I didn't <clears throat> do any of that stuff with Mikey. Right. And no. then now I'm doing everything. Right. So now it's moving a step forward to when people pass away. You do they, something different. It's, yeah. it's different than just, you know, some people are actually putting a little spin, a fun, memorable spin on it. Yeah. And I think that that's great because, of course... You know, you're going to grieve your family or friend, your loved one, to make it plain and simple. Um, But the most important thing I think we all need to realize is let's remember the good moments that you had with them. 
Yeah. Um, you know, they they would want you to sit here and tell those stories of you remember when Becky did this? You remember when Becky punched that screen character at the haunted trail? Just oh, we'll we'll that picture will that always, posted. That will always be a memory. You guys can give me um a haunted casket and and put the scream character's face on it and a picture of me punching it. Um, let's see what else. I like black hearts. And the number 333, you can throw a bunch of magnetic threes down there that you have on the fridge for your kids. Do you want to be buried? No, that's right. I do not. Burn me! Okay. (laughs) At the stake? Yes. I don't know what it was, but my husband said this morning I have um, some artificial brooms that smell of cinnamon. And uh, one of them was, like, really, really old. And I took it and threw it in the fire pit. And we haven't had a fire yet. (laughs) And, I don't again, I'm so sorry that I can't tell you the whole story. Apparently, I have early onset Alzheimer's. (laughs) Again, no joke. Um, But my husband said, do you want me to go get that broom out of the fire pit so you've got a ride? (laughs) (laughs) So, I... I'm actually very appreciative of all these stories, the innocence that's behind them, the brilliance of this last one by Jane, well, the last one I read anyway, by Jane stating, you know, good thing he wasn't a bowler. Like, that's very witty. Mm -hmm. That's very, very humorous. And I have a feeling I'm going to tell that story to people that I don't know. (laughs) Hey, I got a story for you. (laughs) or Or do know that might not listen to us. Assholes. (laughs) thank you jane we definitely appreciate that all right so the next one is my last story um and it's from diane hi diane hi diane all right after having a brand new car for one day i came home from black friday shopping with a fender bender i told my three-year-old granddaughter landry not to tell Papa or he'd be upset. Pretty soon, here comes Papa, and he looked in the garage. <laughs> Not saying anything, he went back downstairs to his man cave. I asked Landry if she had told Papa. She, em- em- oh, man, I'm not going to say this word, empathetically, mm-hmm, there you go. said, No, I didn't, Gigi. I said, Well, what did you tell him? She said, I told him three times, whatever you do, do not look in the garage. <laughs> That's to be, ex- well, age, did they say? Three. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally expected from that age. You tell them not to tell something, they might hold the secret, but they turn it around like, yeah. don't go in there, don't go in there. They don't think they're doing anything wrong. Yeah. Because they didn't, yeah, they didn't say it. They just um, went ahead and. Just told you not to look. <laughs> so yeah. they told without telling. I yeah. <laughs> I'm always, like, worried, like, if I say, like, don't say anything. Like, Jacqueline, she don't give a shit. Like, even if you tell her not to say anything, she's going to ask a million questions. And if there's not enough time for her to ask a million questions, she's just going to fucking say it because yeah. she don't give a um, shit. I think with Mikey... I can be like, don't say anything, and he won't. Ava's, on the other hand, as we had examples from 
Becky's daughter's birthday, that she ruined the yeah. surprise. I can't tell her things like that because, well, I mean, maybe now, but I still, like, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to trust it because just in case if I have, like, some surprise or anything, I don't want her blabbing it. Except, no, I think I could trust her a little bit now because there was the time where when I found out I was pregnant with Samara, I did tell the kids before I told my mom. And I think the next day my mom came and I was going to tell her a surprise. I had a folder of some paperwork that I had to give my mom, and I had the, the sonogram, sonogram yeah, in the folder. And it was the time that they got off the bus, and Ava came in right before my mom could, like, look. And I looked at Ava, and I said, don't say anything, because I didn't want her to ruin it. And then she went in her room, and then my mom finally found out. I was like, all right, Ava, you can come out now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, John had gotten a birthday present for me, couple years ago and it was a big wall clock and it was the night before my birthday and apparently John couldn't wait which I'd rather him because my birthday is my birthday I mean yeah give me presents anytime but you better have something on standby <laughs> I mean it's really I have many petty rules <laughs> she does not surprised but no 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 I'm gonna go back to something else then in a second if I can remember but anyway, he had been with Brayden um, when he had bought it, and the package is sitting in front of me, and I was like, I, I don't I don't want it. And he's like, well, what do you think it is? And Brayden's like, whatever you guess, it doesn't tell time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you got me a wall clock? And she's like, how'd you know? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, um, going back to the petty things, um, this is the men versus women subject again. Uh, so, our friend Kate, I'm going to throw you out there. Um, she was, I was telling her something petty in between me and John, which I I can't remember. There's a few things, obviously, I just said so. <laughs> um, Kate has lights on her porch for every occasion. Mm -hmm. And um, rather than the plug being inside or being on a timer, the plug is outside as you get to the bottom step. And she had let me know that she has asked her husband repeatedly, when you leave for work, shut off the lights, unplug them. And he never does. And so, apparently, it's a big deal. Well, so much so that she drove past me yesterday. I was standing on my back porch, and she stopped as she was leaving the neighborhood, and she started talking about the lights again, and John came over. Well, John had heard about the lights from her husband, <laughs> so we both know both sides of the story. I had seen him shutting off the lights one day, and I yelled across the yard. I'm like, good job on shutting off the lights. <laughs> Not knowing he had told John, so it looks like I threw John under the bus, that John told me, that he told him. Confusing again, I know. Yeah, I know where you're <laughs> I don't know if you know what I know if you know what I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think all of us women have those little things. Now, reverting off of that, like, we think totally different than they do. But something that our friend Kate also said, which is a very good point, there's been a local man missing for about a month now. And apparently she well, had... week three. Okay. Maybe she's talking about a different case. I don't know. Um, it sounded... It's the same case. Okay. She had read something in regards to, I believe it was the wife, 
saying how she hated that he went hunting or fishing all the time or, or he left his gear lying around the living room all the time or whatever. And that she would pick about, you know, why is it always got to be out here? Why do you got to leave this here? Leave this here. So and I now know. she would give anything to see Super. that gear left there. Yeah. Um, you know. So I actually know what you're talking about because Megan had shared it. Um, and I believe, well, Kate's not really on Facebook. She says she's only been going on to keep up with this case. Yeah. Um, it was another hunter's wife mm. that was commenting, like saying how... Like, you know, she could she, imagine. Yeah, I've read that post, bitches too. bitches yeah. about how her husband, the glove, But she could imagine if this. she was in that situation. And she's like, now I will take that. Like, I'm going to not. Oh, because, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, because, you know, now his I'm wife sorry. Even when it. my husband dies, I will not be happy to see a cesspool in my kitchen sink. <laughs> Fucking rinse the dish. Yeah, I have a few pet peeves, too. Back. Go back. Let's go back. <laughs> Hang on. Episode four, I think. Yeah, AJ doesn't always uh like clean out the nope. lint dryer, the lint rack yes, in the dryer. Episode four. When he uses the dryer, yeah, it bugs me. I'm like, you're gonna set our house on fire. Well, it doesn't dry the clothes properly anymore yeah. either if the lint trap isn't cleaned. Yeah, but I had an issue where I had like our heating component. In the dryer, like, went out, and thank God my stuff's under warranty, so I had a, the guy come, and he fixed it, and he was like, oh, yeah, because apparently, I guess the way the lip thing is, <laughs> it's going through, and when it's, like, in, and it, like, overheated, and, like, he's like, oh, yeah, you could have started a fire, so ever since then, I'm, like, more panicked about it, and he's, I'm like, how many times do I have to tell you to clean it out, because... Even though this morning I did see him cleaning it out, and I was going to make a comment like, oh my god, look at you, cleaning out the lynch. Now you're making the comment. Good job, AJ. <laughs> good job, AJ. But I didn't make the comment. John, John is actually really good about that that uh, one, but you know, Abby, the uh, shoe rack that you gave me that was used to be in your living room mm-hmm. is now in mine. And I actually have two, one's in Braden's room and one's in the front living room. They're both from you now that I think about it. They both came from your house. Maybe one was your mom's when she was trying to sell them at a yard sale or whatever. But anyway, both Brayden and John come in. We don't always take our shoes off at the door. We're not one of those houses. But when you do take your shoes off, put them there. Like, they're not to be lying around the house, whatever. Put them somewhere, like in your room. Right, okay, so... You know, I have shoes that are on my side of the bed, or I have backup, you know, what one doesn't have a shit ton of shoes that I'll probably never wear again. (laughs) Sorry, we had a little faux pas if we were videoing, you would have saw. Um, (laughs) But what's worse than when you do bring your shoes back over and you set them next to the shoe rack? There's fucking 10 empty spots on the goddamn shoe rack. It's there because it's for shoes and you set it next to it. Do you know how many times a week I pick up shoes and put them on the shoe rack? A pet, lot. Pet peeve. Episode 35. And and who got us there? Diane. Diane. Because of Black Friday and a fender bender. Don't tell <laughs> Papa about the shoe rack. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Diane. All right. So this next one is from Talia. Talia, is she from Tolupa? I don't know. I don't know. My mother, <laughs> my 
My mother had just finished taking a CPR class at a local college when she and I were in the mall and saw a big crowd gathered around a still boy. Body. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't read the D. <laughs> Apparently, I wasn't getting the D. I don't know. Getting the D. Well, damn. <laughs> You're not getting the D? No D on Valentine's Day? No, I went to bed early. You better start over. <laughs> Uh, With the D and the story. My mother had just finished taking a CPR class at a local college when she and I were at the mall and saw a big crowd gathered around a still body. (laughs) Mom took off running at a speed I didn't know she could muster, yelling, Everyone back! I know CPR! (laughs) Just as she threw herself next to the body... And was about to begin, a pair of strong hands pulled her to her feet. Ma'am, said a police officer bes- beside her, we are trying to arrest this man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to pee myself. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Becky's about to pee herself. Oh, that's hilarious. Like, I could just, like, imagine it. Yeah. I know it's TBR! Ma'am, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I could, like, picture the cop just, like, like you know, like, in the movies, like, grab her around her waist and, like, throw her back. Like, ma'am, no! And did he have handcuffs on at this time? So it's, like... Did you not was notice? He, was he laying face down or face up? Like, I mean, at least if it was an actual emergency, she was ready to jump in. Yeah. All that excitement from knowing CPR. I've taken CPR classes, and <laughs> I don't think I'd be that excited to be like, I know, let's go. Yeah, Gianna uh, was CPR certified. Actually, Summer was telling me that she took a CPR class, and I was like, well, did you get certified? And she's like, no, I don't know. And I'm like, what you're do you supposed mean you don't to know? if you take I'm like, class. you're supposed to get a paper. She's like, I didn't. And I'm like, well, then you're Maybe not she failed certified. It. <laughs> and she, she's like, but I know how to do it. I'm like, not but properly. You don't. <laughs> well, yeah, so, legally, if anything yeah. happens, you can get in trouble. Yeah. But you know what? We don't know. And by the way, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Talia, you did it. <laughs> you made me pee my pants. Not literally, but I had to leave the room. Um, again, that that derails ish off to when things happen and how you, as yeah. a bystander, you know, wrong place, wrong time, or right place, right time, dependent upon what you know, what you don't know. Are you going to be a hero? Are you going to interact? Are you going to run away? Are you going to stand there frozen? Um, I am not certified in CPR. I don't even know that. I, I mean, am. just from uh, watching, you know, Criminal Minds and CSI when, you know, they try and <laughs> resuscitate somebody or whatever. I mean, if I there's saw. There's different things for, like, adults, toddlers, and infants. See, and I would try and help. <laughs> You know, I mean, I would think I would try and help, like somebody's choking, do the Heimlich maneuver, but you know, even that, you got to try and get in the right spot of within the rib cage underneath or whatever. So yeah, because you could break their 
ribs. Yeah. You don't do it or, right. you know, if it's a car accident, for instance, and, you know, that's why one of the first things the EMTs do is get a neck brace on somebody because if you move them, they may not be paralyzed from the accident. But from be, them moving them. From moving them after the fact in an in, in non-proper manner, if you will. Yeah, there's, like, a lot of things you learn. Well, at least I learned in the CPR class. It's not only CPR. There was, like, if somebody's dehydrated, how to treat them there, like, all different types of things. And I, well, I was certified previously before when I worked at a summer camp. Then I got recertified when I, my job, when I worked at the gym. Because a lot of incidents happen there. So. Well, I'm sure people overheat, overexert. That or they fall on equipment and yeah, yeah, it's I hate those moments because <laughs> I'm like, Christ. what would happen if you tried to perform CPR on somebody that looked like they were taking a shit, Abby? Why would they look like they were taking a? That's shit? when AJ fell in love. Oh. <laughs> Come on, girls, get with the program. <laughs> yeah, the next day he's like, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> He's like, I didn't mean for it to come out that way. I was like, yeah. You know, <laughs> he still didn't really get his story across. You kept butting in and putting words in his head on how to answer the question I asked him. He can answer it any way that he No, he can't because you're afraid he's going to leave something out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the moral of this story is to... Um, assess look, the situation. Assess the, yes, Jennifer, correct. That assess was a, the situation. Yep. Make and sh- make sure it's what is going on. Are, are there are there actual professionals around in uniform, um, around the still boy? I mean body. <laughs> <laughs> and the moral of the story is: do not perform CPR on a guy that's being arrested. That yes, <laughs> on a uh, criminal. There was another word I was going to use, but you know, apparently, and I'm not drinking. I'm going to just give it to you straight up there right now. I'm just not. Uh, now, this is our final story <laughs> of episode 35. And um, based upon what I'm looking at here, it looks like it's going to be a long one from Tina. Hi, Tina. Hi, Tina. Hello. Tina's story. <laughs> Hello. No, what is that? That, like, TikTok or whatever? Hello. Hello. What is that from? I don't Hello. know. Hello, Margie. Hello, Tina. Hello. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got some special treatment, <laughs> Tina. <laughs> From Jen. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. There you go. <laughs> All Tina's story is as follows. This was not the morning I had anticipated. That's how my afternoon went yesterday. Right. It all started with my phone alarm not going off. Been there. Mm -hmm. Well, technically it did. I just didn't have the volume high enough or on. Clearly a manufacturer's flaw. (laughs) So we overslept. I rushed downstairs to scramble eggs. Who the fuck? No. No breakfast. (laughs) Anyway, I rushed downstairs to scramble eggs. Why eggs? Why not a simple breakfast of cereal and milk? Because I hate myself. (laughs) Oh, I gotta meet this girl. No, really. It was my genius idea to have healthier breakfast, so I only bought oatmeal and eggs. There's literally no cereal in our house. No bars. Nothing remotely convenient. Oh, how strongly... or Oh, how I strongly dislike myself sometimes. 
<laughs> um, in parentheses, she says, I am also trying to not use the word hate because it is just a horrible word. But honestly, if it was possible to, to have kicked my own butt this morning, I would have. While the children grumbled about the eggs, I ran upstairs and grabbed clothes off my floor to wear. Yes, sometimes I am worse than the children. Then the scavenger hunt began. What? You don't have those at your house in the morning? We were all frantically searching for a jeans pass because my third grader wasn't going to wear her school dress code pants. And she just received a pass in her student of the month packet. Our little responsible student of the month. See the irony in that? <laughs> but I was interrupted and had to forfeit my place in the scavenger hunt to help the four-year-old that just spilled water all over the pants she was going to wear to school. So I hit up the dirty clothes pile in search of the least dirty pants, and I found a winner. We rushed downstairs where we hurried along the finishing touches. I did the girl's hair. I put adorable pigtail braids in one and a bun in the other. I must admit, I was quite pleased and astonished at my mad hair skills this morning. Props. <laughs> I added that, by the way. <laughs> and then I turned my head for a moment, and the adorable pigtail braids were out. <laughs> Mind you, I hadn't even run a brush through my own hair, and now I had to do my four-year-old's hair a second time. And I'm going to add, not. And with a mere five minutes till we had to be in the car, infuriating, I had to fix it. She looked like a wild child, like her hair had literally been through a hurricane. She looked like... Like me. <laughs> so I stood there with my own hair all disheveled. Third grader was telling me the latest happenings on Animal Planet. She is like a walking animal encyclopedia that doesn't have a mute button. <laughs> I love her to pieces, but this morning I didn't need to hear all about the Paragon Falcon the eighth, for the eighth time. Meanwhile, the first grader, the inventor, was completing the charging station he created with Legos and was in desperate need of help getting two tiny Legos separated. It took everything in me not to chuck those little Legos across the room. I managed to separate them, break a nail in the process, but it was a small price to pay and there wasn't much blood. But we were getting down to the wire. I rushed to put the four-year-old's hair in a ponytail. I stood there brushing her hair when all of a sudden this warm, wet sensation hit my pant leg and filled my shoe. <laughs> it was pee. <laughs> the puppy peed on me. <laughs> he literally peed on me. And with no time to spare, we made a mad dash out the door. And that is when my sweet son looked up at my disheveled hair, stained shirt, peed on pants, and shoe filled with urine, that he so kindly exclaimed, Mom, you kind of look like a homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. You are an epic storyteller. I thoroughly enjoyed reading that, hearing that. Oh my God, those, that sounds like a lot of mornings in my house, <laughs> the right? Minus the dog peeing on me, but... Well, I have a happy peer in one of my dogs. He seems to have, for the most part, stopped doing stopped that. Doing that. Um, now it's mostly with extreme strangers. Like, you guys, he knows, but still is like, gotta sniff you out kind of thing. Mm -hmm. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I give Tina props. You're, you're trying to you put her hair in braids in the first place. And, and then she takes it out. Then just just it brush it and let it hang like it grew into her head. Or at least a ponytail. And put a headband on. <laughs> I mean, and then you're going to do it a second time? Lord have mercy, girlfriend. Oh, no, no, not. Not happening. But, yeah, I actually, towards the end of the story, when she said warm... I thought she was going to say she peed her pants. Well, that's what I was thinking why Abby gave me the story. <laughs> No, I was actually, my, my mind was gearing that because the alarm didn't go off. It was Saturday. Oh. You know, like they didn't need to be, yeah. Uh, you went through all of that. Yeah. But girl, you need to get some convenient fixes in your house for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sorry. Even if it's not for you, at least for the kids, so you don't have right. to scramble eggs. I am not, no. Nope. You'll go to bed with, I mean, you'll go, <laughs> you'll go to school with no food. With your hair disheveled in dirty peed on clothes while I'm looking my best. <laughs> Not really. I, you know, I have that hat. This is bad hair day. Yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> I, I cannot fathom doing all of that. No. I mean, granted, I don't cook breakfast, so they have breakfast bars if they choose or they eat at school. Well, yeah, and we're lucky enough that... Yeah, but, which it seems like they go to probably a private school or yeah, obviously has, a school where you have to wear a uniform, uniform, so maybe they don't have that convenience of the school provides. But, uh, yeah, that's that sounds like a lot of my mornings. I think it's very relatable. We we all have mornings like that. Um, speaking of alarms, uh, I may have... I sleep through mine. Well, I may have brought this up. I have been trying an alarm with Brayden. The first one we got was just not... It just wasn't. So I, I rejected like it. I can't trust that with the kids. Well, <laughs> they'll just sleep through This little shit gets up and shuts it off in the middle of the night, right? And it was one of them round ones that's analog that like goes... Before, before it goes off? She just yeah, it off. like she goes to bed and she thinks that, you know, we're not going to check again and she sneaks over and shuts it off. And then, you know, John or I are waking her up. So she's like, I hate that clock. Well, I did find. I, I mean, that's the point. You're not supposed to like exactly. it. Exactly. She's like, well, your guys' phones plays nice music. And I'm like, listen, clearly scientists or psychologists or somebody have figured out what noises will actually wake you up. And yes, there may be calmer sounds on our phone. But alarm clocks don't have that, and I'm not getting you a phone. Yeah. Because that was her next, well, then get me a phone. The hell I am. Um, so we had bought her the analog, you know, like old style with the bells on top, and it's loud. I mean, the, <laughs> the first morning that it went off, I was standing there watching to wait and see what happened. And she had three of the five cats in the bedroom with her, and one was standing at the doorway with me. And <laughs> they all just ran. They scattered it was hysterical she was not pleased she's like holding her ears when she's waking up so i fought i i I picked my battle um my battle was analog clock because she still is not you need to be able to look at the clock and immediately know what time it is yeah and at her age I, i think it's still relevant that struggling with reading analog she can figure it out, but still needs to count the ticks on the outside of the clock and what have you. Um, but I ended up finding on clearance, I know, shocker, um, <laughs> a digital clock that has two alarms, 
Um, I am worried because it has, it has a snooze button on top, um, which I said you can never touch this button or it will explode. Or just put it across the room. <laughs> it is. Okay, so she can at least get up and... And then go back to bed. You think she just go back to bed? Do I think? You know. She's already done it with the other clocks. Okay. And Jacqueline wears a, a, her watch to bed and it has... It vibrates and she actually gets up to it. No kidding. Yeah. Well, she likes having an alarm. My, my uh, mornings for the last couple of weeks have been pretty great because I just decided I wasn't doing it anymore. I didn't tell anybody. I just stopped. And all of a sudden it became John and Braden's problem. And it's a whole lot of stress when you leave it like that. And it's been working. She's getting up to the alarm. She doesn't dick around. <laughs> and, and you know. Well, that's the thing. Because it's like when we as moms, like, do whatever, it's like the kids, like, they take it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Yep. Even, like, last night, I had to, I was, like, ask, tell them to go take their showers or whatever. I'm like, these kids never listen to me, but AJ only tells them once they go and yep. do it. And I'm like, what the hell? Exactly. I was so mad last night. I said, you better turn off the internet in Mikey's room because he needs to go take a shower. His feet are, like, freaking black. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going in there again to tell him to go take a shower. I will say Bray is pretty good with listening to things in the middle of the day. Um, for instance, I've mentioned her uh, tablet. If she's on it and I say, okay, screen time's done, she'll say, yes, ma'am, or okay, mom. Yeah, I've been trying that up and puts it away. As well, um, like, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, they don't have any technology. The only thing they have is their TV. Um, and then Thursday, Monday, and Friday, well, Friday's a little bit long, but Thursday and Monday, it's, from three to seven that they're able to like access it. Um, now they're not on it the whole time though. Like, well, Mikey will go out and play and whatever, and then he'll come in and I'll, he'll know that it shuts off at seven. Um, and then Fridays and Saturdays it's till nine thirty, and then Sundays it's till seven again. But it's at starts at three. See now, I still don't have set days um for me it's just kind of what's convenient yeah. at the time i mean right now i do have set days they are about to go start doing sports again and things like that yeah. so i might wiggle around depending on when they have practice or whatever right. um but right well, now that's what i'm doing because i'm like you kids are addicted to this stuff yeah. and it's driving me up the walls you're i have one that will go outside um but he's still addicted and the other one like just doesn't just stays in the house, and I'm like, you need to go outside, especially recently, some health, that was her. some health issues and things, like, you need to go outside and be active. And, and that was her resolution, too, wasn't it? <sighs> <laughs> the silent uh, puff. Yeah. Well, before you maybe move on to that, Jen, I know you also have, like, no yeah, electronics we don't do on weeknights. So, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are the only days that they're allowed to be on their electronics. Unless it's nice out because the I will kick their asses outside before they could be on the electronics. They have to at least be outside for a while before they're allowed on. Or, like, they'll do it in the morning. I'll kick them out in the afternoon, and then they could be on it at night. Sunday, they just have to, it's usually about, like, 6, 6.30 is when, like, I'm like, all right, you know, now we have dinner. You got to get ready for school and blah, blah, blah. But during the week, they're not allowed to be on them. 
So, like I said, I still haven't done set days, set times. Um, it's more of a convenience factor for me. Some may say it's my babysitter. Um, I don't personally view it that way for me. I view it as something to keep her occupied because and it's something I'm, they like. And I get it because it's like this. their generation yeah. is grown up in technology. technology. Right. So it is a thing that all their friends are dooming and dooming. Like, yeah, doing. they're doomed, all right. Doing. <laughs> doing. Shut up. And playing. And <laughs> In the Pacific. Goodbye, <laughs> goodbye. Mm. Um, so I get it in that sense, but, like, at the same time, it's, like, too much. Like, I have Mikey every day, like, can I get a t- uh-huh, TikTok? Can I? can I get a TikTok? I'm like, no, I'm not letting you have a TikTok. Yeah. You're lucky I let you scroll on YouTube because that right. can be toxic mm-hmm. yeah. in itself. Well, this weekend, I actually, like, she was overexerted on screen time because on Friday night after we had gone to the elementary school dance, as we had mentioned, um, Daddy passed out immediately. He was exhausted from his work week, whatever. And I was sitting in the chair with Brayden, unfortunately subjected to the news station he left on. And I asked her to grab me the remote. And she said, well, if I get you the remote, can I play on my tablet? And, of course, it's, like, now, like, 9 o'clock at night. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's Friday. That's fine. So she brings it over to me and asks me if I can help her sign into Roblox, which I know she has talked about from being over here with you, Abby. And your kids and she's talked about it for a long time so i'm like all right let me see so we hooked it up with you know a, a username and a password and yeah, got like her little games yeah so she was on it for like two hours she went to bed i went to bed before she did i said can you promise to be responsible and go to sleep because mommy can't stay awake anymore and i actually did wake up i think that was the internal mom clock like half hour after i dozed off and she had it put up and was in her bed. So I was very proud of her for that. Saturday is where we overexerted. I have mentioned I'm trying to It was to re- raining too this week. Yeah, it was yeah, it was really yeah, coming out. Yeah. So that was that's one reason. Um I also don't necessarily kick her outside because she is an only child, so to speak. Again, I have a stepson in New York, but she's always lived just the three of us. So you know, like, especially in the summertime, you know, when your that child Jacqueline is in New York and your kids are at Camp Abbey, you know, I'm not going to make her just go sit outside by herself. And I, if I go outside, play with the rocks. <laughs> so, you know, the electronics is the next thing. If I'm not available to sit and do an activity with her, play mm-hmm. a game with her, what I'm not allowed to let her have fun. So to me, it's not a babysitter. It's I'm I feel that that's a good thing. As long as she's playing something that is age appropriate and I'm able to get things done. Like I said, I'm re- trying to reorganize my house and it's not that my house is a pigsty. I just have ideas of what I want to do differently. Mm-hmm. And so far I have completely gutted my daughter's playroom, including the closet, plate clothes, all of it, and put it all back in where it belongs. And the first person and I'll put something back where it goes, gets it. Um, but anyway, the whole back to the alarm thing, Tina, Jesus Christ, (laughs) cheese and rice, I mean, um, you are definitely overdoing it with scrambled eggs. You need to have 
a bunch of bananas. And when I say a bunch, I don't mean get ten because you know you're gonna have some rotten ones. Yeah, big it, banana bread. Even ugh. well, I love banana you don't bread. like banana. Yes, actually, I do with a dose of cinnamon in it. I love banana. But I don't bake it. I'm not a baker. Yeah, I'm not it's a baker. really easy. Okay, well then I will give you my rotten bananas from now on. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, buy, make us banana bread. <laughs> buy some bananas. Um, apples tend to have a good longevity. Yeah, that drawer in my um, fridge, that's apples and oranges. I leave my apples on the counter. I leave my bananas on the counter. Me too. But, you know, in the morning, it's like, it's right there in my face. It's not out of sight, out of mind. And or even a yogurt, if you're trying yeah. to do healthy or whatever. Go, like go-gurts. Yeah, and yogurt. yeah, it might be a little bit more. Well, wait a minute. Eggs? Yeah. How expensive are those, Tina? <laughs> Did you guys even get to eat them? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, maybe it's prior to the egg situation. Maybe. But damn. I guess you better buy a chicken. And then you're asking for a whole world of trouble. Because now you got to go out to the hen house. Yeah, and you got to be careful with that. Cause they can try to chase you. <laughs> <laughs> trying to collect your eggs. Lord have mercy. Uh, All right. Any more comments for Tina, Talia, Diane, James, Charlene, Laura, William, Kira, or Whitney? No, but thank you guys for writing in. Yes, I thank you. thoroughly enjoyed all the stories. They were absolutely really entertaining. And if you have more, just because you wrote in once doesn't mean you can't yeah. write in again. Um, if we said anything that either, uh, made you think of something else and you want to do an add-on, just put something in your email that shows Abby, you know, hey, I already wrote in once, I forgot to say this, or something that we may have said that... Triggered something else. Yeah, like Becky pissed you off because, you know, (laughs) I'm off the cuff or whatever. (laughs) Well, Becky P again. (laughs) Talia made me do that. (laughs) All right. Ma'am, we're trying to arrest this person. <laughs> Freaking hysterical. All right. As and, always. and poor Tina's homeless. <laughs> she just looks homeless. All right. As always, you can follow our social media pages. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, The Monster Squad, or at Monster Squad. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok, the underscore monster underscore squad. And any mom stories or topics you would like us to share, please email us at themomstersquad at outlook.com. In the title, put topic or mom story. And then let us know if you would like us to use your name, where you're from, or if you like to remain anonymous. Anonymous. Jen. Other than that, thank you for listening to The The Momster Squad. Squad.